Hey, Wayne. Hey, Daryl. Are you ready to spoil some stuff? Yeah, let's spoil some stuff. Welcome to the spoilers, Wayne and Daryl. I am Daryl. I am Wayne. And we are the spoilers coming at you with our spooky Halloween episode that's going to have nothing to do with Halloween. The spoilers. Spoilers. Spooky spoilers. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> before we get too far into the episode, I just want to say thank you to everybody who listens to us and especially our Patreon patrons like Debbie Olheft. All right, um, before we get into our news, we've actually going to have a couple new segments that we're going to try out and see what people think. Let us know what you think of them or anything else uh, today. But uh, let's talk about some upcoming movies from MovieInsider.com, where we have genres that may or may not make sense. <laughs> Okay, uh, so coming out this weekend, October 26th, we've got Hunter Killer, which is an action thriller suspense adaptation. I believe we talked about it, and we were all very, you know, it's just one of those military propaganda films, practically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so there was that. Uh, Johnny English Strikes Again, which you... Uh, uh, commented many times on how it was the mo- the the sequel that nobody wanted. Uh, yes, the sequel nobody asked for. Right, uh, and then Suspiria, which is a horror remake, and I believe that was the one that uh, was done on Amazon through Amazon Studios. Uh, it looks interesting, um, but uh, it's been a while since I watched that thing but once again as usual not much of a horror guy but i think if it's the one i'm thinking about it looked good for horror and you know that kind of stuff yeah. but hey it's a weird 70s remake yay yeah all right uh wayne why don't you Jared. hit up what's coming out no- november 2nd november 2nd is the nutcracker and the four realms mm. fam fantasy adaptation family yeah, you can f- have a fantasy about adapting your family. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks like a great movie for, you know, kids and and tweens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a good thing. I I remember looking at it I was like, "Oh, is this some sort of Narnia-esque movie that uh, Yeah, I don't um, think everything needs to be like it's the Nutcracker, but if it was dark. Right, exactly. Um, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Bohemian Rhapsody, which Mm -hmm. is drama biography music. Yes. They should just put biopic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we've been talking about that, excited about that for sure. Super excited to see that. And then Nobody's Fool. Which, Which is, is something nobody's heard of. Well, it's got uh, Tiffany Haddish in it, and her oh, yes. friend is getting catfished, and so then they have to. Oh, this is the Tyler Perry Tiffany Haddish movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hard pass. Okay. Um, okay, and then November 9th, uh, three the third weekend after this comes out, uh, November 9th, we've got Overlord, Action, War, Supernatural. It seems like they came out this with this two weeks too late for the, <laughs> yeah. the horror, horror season. I looked at it. It looks just like uh, 
you know, sort of sort of war uh, meets uh, supernatural horror kind of thing. So, you know, it's probably... Yeah, it, it looks like it has something to do with J.J. Abrams. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he produced it or something. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Weird. It you know I I feel I, I watched the trailer before today and I have to say as a as a Whovian I think I get enough of that level of oh it's weird something happening during a war so it's hidden from right. from reality and what people really see because it's in the middle of a war I get enough of that kind of stuff from like Doctor Who so yeah. <laughs> Uh, which we'll talk about a little bit about that and how the new season's going for that. Uh, and then uh, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch with uh, uh, Benny Diction's uh, Cumberbun, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, yeah. is the Just call him, the call him by his name, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, uh, he is uh, doing the voice and, of course, fabulous voice uh, actor as well. So that should be good. Um, and, of course, The Grinch. I've heard good things about it from people as far as uh, the feel of the previous Grinch movie. Uh, well, not, not Grinch movie. Yeah, the 60s Grinch movie, not, not the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. So, right. uh, so you really get that, except still more modern. So. Right. So that 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 kind of has that a good Christmassy vibe. That might be a fun holiday movie to be seeing. Um, all right, and then the girl in the spider's web, which is uh, the next in the series of the girl with the dragon tattoo uh, series. So, yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, and I mean, if if you like those movies, you'll probably like this one. I mean, yeah, it looks totally. like it's it's the same vibe of of that. So I'm not going to. Yeah. judge it one way or another because I haven't seen any of those movies uh, and they've Crazy made Swedish action revenge movie sounds sounds great uh, I mean yeah. I like crazy Swedish uh, metal music sometimes so uh, what about I... crazy Swedish pick and pack furniture oh yes <laughs> Ikea <Okay>. Ikea <laughs> yeah crazy <laughs> um, and what about crazy Swedish chefs? Uh, your bark, your bark, your bark. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the girl in the spider's web, that sounds like a movie. All right. I want to just jump right in to speaking of crazy movies, uh, because a new segment that I want to call late to the party. Um, Wayne, since I, I want to put you on the spot, since you are a musical genius on the show. Um, I have only just restarted going to music. Would you come up with an on-the-spot theme song for Late to the Party? Hey there, friend, I heard you're having a party. I heard it started at nine. Sorry about the friend, but I slept through your party. And now it's 11.45. It's Late to the Party with Daryl. Yes, today it's late to the party with me. Uh, there's a movie uh, that's been out for quite some time, right in our genre of movies that we like to talk about, but I hadn't seen it yet. But I think it was on, it either is on, well, it's, I mean, I've got Netflix and Hulu and Prime, so it's on one of those three. And <laughs> uh, 
and uh, I watched Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And uh, have you seen that, Wayne? I have seen that. That movie is insane and hilarious and just, I mean, <laughs> stylistically wonderful. Like, yeah. It, it was exactly what it it knew exactly what it was and it did that like just it just said let's just crank keep cranking this level up a little higher it, it was it yeah. was it was so so great and it was it was kind of i mean without you know i'm i'm pretty much a square uh, is kind of who i am and without yeah. any drugs i was still feeling a little high like yeah. like, like just some of the ways that the the filming would go from scene to scene very very uh thematic with what they were trying to do of sort of that comic book video game crossover thing going on that was was very cool, um, yeah. but had some weird cuts. Beautifully done. I was, uh, and and just funny. Um, yeah, just just good funny. Uh, and we had uh, a couple some some marvelous Marvel characters too. So yeah, you know, we had- there was a ton of uh, like just super talented people in that movie and we had a, a couple different captains a captain marvel and a captain america so yeah. <laughs> and then of course michael Sarah playing the lead role uh and as as a punk rocker and, oh and what? superman was in it oh yeah superman brandon ralph was in it that's right yeah uh, superman slash the atom uh <laughs> yeah Oh yeah, that's right. He was in it too. So it's 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 like um, they're really. I guess you should just go through that cast and just keep seeing who they're going to pull from that to be another new superhero for some time later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but oh yeah, if you haven't seen it, just it it was just a joy to watch. If you haven't seen it and you like what we talk about here on this this podcast, it it's just it's a trip for sure. But it's a joy to watch. It was just. I, I, I want to see it again, but I, I couldn't do that to my brain all at once. So um, watched plenty of stuff. Um, and actually, I remembered something else that I I, ta- I did as well. So we'll talk about that too. Um, but yeah, um, do you have anything you want to say about that from the past? Uh, about Scott Pilgrim, like it's uh, it's it was a great uh, precursor. I thought it was a precursor to what Ant Man was going to be. Um, and then how that, so? How so? Well, uh, because Edgar Wright directed Scott Pilgrim, and then he he was supposed to direct Ant Man. Um, so I thought it was uh, going to be like, oh, Ant Man is going to have like that Scott Pilgrim like comic book vibe to it, and like it could be like really crazy and cool like that, and that didn't end up happening. Right. So, but yeah, it was a uh, it was a really cool movie. Um, I haven't watched it in probably I don't know five or six years. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I really enjoyed it uh, when it came out. Yeah, I I I was kind of like pre-checking it out, like I sometimes do for watching movies with my son. I'm like, this seems like something he'd like, but. Mm. And I watched it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he would." So I'm probably gonna watch it with him sometime yeah. soon. Yeah, 
just because uh, it was it was that fun. So yeah, and weird. Yeah, I just love me some some weird kooky stuff like that. So great stuff, um, great stuff. Okay, um, well. Another section that we uh, are doing new, um, because I am the king of <laughs> going into a new section with just smoothness. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk entertainment news. It's something we kind of already did, but now I wanted to put it into its own segment, package it down into a segment of just we talk about some entertainment news not necessarily things we've watched but just some stuff that's going on hopefully in the future we'll keep getting more and more stuff as we follow more and more different news feeds and whatnot and i kind of threw this on you wayne before before it but uh, i wrote down some stuff that has been going on in the news it's literally everything i wanted to talk about oh great great yeah Uh (laughs) but since this is a new segment we need a new song all right. Here's the new song for Entertainment News. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hot off the press. Entertainment News. Yeah, it's the Entertainment News. So why don't, since this is basically everything you wanted to talk about, why don't you uh, start right in and just lay out some of the stuff that you wanted to talk about for the Entertainment News. So our our former like favorite thing in the world movie pass yeah uh, uh like everybody's secret best friend um is getting dumped by uh, helios and matheson and it's basically gonna be the death knell of of movie pass yeah like- I, they're just they're just spinning it off just to so that it doesn't affect the rest of their business basically right yeah um so yeah they're gonna spin it off into its own company it's gonna be uh movie pass along with like all kinds of like movie rights and stuff and then uh, i was reading an article about it and the saddest thing about this spinoff is one of the things helios and matheson bought because they had movie pass was movie phone what that's still a thing movie phone is still a thing and it is going to die with movie pass movie phone i salute you i used you so much back in the day before smart smart things and and lots of internet connectivity yeah Uh, everyone loved movie phone and it gone it is dead finally oh they're dying they're, they're just you know hopefully they didn't buy too much nostalgia stuff they can't they can't kill too much there yeah like unceremoniously dumped in the san francisco bay <sighs> Oof. dead yeah you know it's it's one of those things. I think the best thing to come out of the whole movie pass thing is this at least like you know, AMC stubs, you know, stuff like that, like trying to make a system like that work. The, yeah. You know, I think it has people looking at different opportunities that maybe the movie business and actually the theater business in general has been trying to figure itself out because it's just it's just not the world we live in anymore where that's a big deal. And so if... if Right, or it's not even, like, affordable, honestly, anymore to go to a movie theater, which is so 
weird compared to like what movie theaters were back in the days back in the like if you know your history about movie theaters um back during the depression that was the cheap way to be entertained was you paid a nickel spent the day at the movie theater and that's why like we have popcorn is because it was cheap and filling and like like the whole history of it is so weird and like now that we can just sit at our TVs and watch supposedly movie theater quality images, I don't think they're as good of images, but, um, you know, it, it, it just, that's a, a business model that doesn't make sense for a lot of people anymore. Right. It's, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's not movie quality images and not necessarily movie quality sound, but it's 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 like they don't offer enough for the the cost that you have, right? right? So like if you go by yourself, that's one thing, but as soon as you start taking one other person, it adds up so quickly. So yeah, uh, yeah so it it's just not that and that was a good system for a lot of the movies that don't necessarily need to be watched at a theater there's so many great movies that come out but if it's not a blockbuster the real need to watch it in a movie theater with the big sound and the big screen isn't as much but this was uh, a great system for getting getting people to the theater to see all these other movies that they were like I have a passing interest that I would like to watch this movie and it was yeah. a great way to get that in there. And I think uh, it could just be kind of that sort of, maybe this is the first thing in a slew of stuff that kind of trying to make something like that work in a, in a fashion. So I, I say, uh, you know, just let's, let's kind of keep our eye out and see what, see what happens. Cause I, it, it's it's close and people just have to make it make financial sense and not you know its problem was it got too successful too fast and, and well yeah and it was offering just a ridiculous thing like yeah. unlimited movies is ridiculous I think the their rival Cinemia is actually making money still um, and, and offering I think it's two or three movies a month or something like that which is totally reasonable. I mean, right? That's totally reasonable. Even you and I, who see a lot of movies, it's like seeing more than three movies a month is is takes some work. Like, right? There's so much more to do in life that, like, watching more than three movies in a month, you have to be superbly dedicated. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of an interesting thing. So, yeah. movie pass. We hardly knew you, but we I got my money's worth out of you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Right. All right. What's next on the entertainment news? Entertainment news. Uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage both got canceled. First, it was Iron Fist, and everyone was like, uh, I get it. Season two was good, but season one was not. Um, and then they came out of nowhere and just killed Luke Cage. Yeah, uh, that was such a surprise. I was yeah, like, that was a big shock. The way I heard about it too was some uh, somebody said to me, "Hey, did you hear they canceled Luke Cage?" And I was like, "Yeah, well, season one wasn't. Wait, did you say Luke Cage? You know, that was kind of like my response. Like I was still in the mindset of, yeah, like Iron Fist, I kind of get it, but yeah, just like 
heroes for hire or heroes that need to be hired. <laughs> well, technically, uh, from what I understand, there's there's still going to be in something. Um, my guess is that they'll be in if Daredevil season four happens, they'll be in that. Um, but it. You know, I, I'm kind of sad because both of those shows were in a really good place at the end of their last, their season twos. Right. They were amazing second seasons for both of those. They were just, actually, uh, all three of the non-Daredevil shows, the second seasons were rock solid good. Yeah. Um, so Jessica Jones was, I was just, I was riveted. Um, and, I mean, Daredevil is, is kind of like, it holding that spot but i even was reading today that the 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 director for daredevil uh the showrunner for daredevil he's not even sure what's going to happen once he heard the news uh, of those he's like i have no idea if how how far we're going to go we know that we're going to at least get another season of jessica jones that was right. that's already in the well it's already in the can too so oh oh wow yeah it's that. done they're just editing it right now okay. uh but, uh, yeah, I mean, we've got a season of, of uh, Punisher is finished and should be coming out shortly. Um, and then season three of Jessica Jones and who knows what happens after that. Um, honestly, I would like to see um, all of those shows go to that Disney... Like, this is what everyone is saying, is uh, that they're just going to go to the Disney thing. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, um, just because the money and licensing on that stuff is... Yeah, when you set up certain contracts, I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Like, you kind of give away the rights for something with certain stipulations, so there might be, like, limitations for how fast... Uh, Disney can do anything with those properties. Right. So. And I think, um, but I think Disney was real smart about these ones, um, especially after them getting raked over the coals with Spider-Man um, and, you know, having to work so hard to get the X-Men and the Fantastic Four back. And, you know, Spider-Man's kind of the last uh, piece of the Marvel puzzle that needs to kind of come back to their... Uh, stable, and then they'll have all of their properties again. Because um, I believe, I believe Ghost Rider has reverted, um, and uh, yeah. But I think uh, I, I I would love to see something happen to get Iron Fist and Luke Cage and these versions of Iron Fist and Luke yes, Cage. Yes, I think I think there's something to be said for these versions of all of these shows really. They they really put these the thing that's great about these is these stories for them are just very grounded real person stories that happen to be in this universe of certain uh, powered people. You know? Right. So, uh, you know, there's there there's a lot of stuff they focus on that is not about you know and not about the superheroness of it, depending on the story. I mean, we'll talk 
about Daredevil season three and what that that is was and 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 stuff. But like all of them kind of take take it have taken a flavor like um, you know of the type of show that they're trying to create and put out into the world. So um, then and it's and it's not a superhero movie as or tv show as we've come to know them it's it's really something that marvel has created specifically itself to set itself apart in a way that people really really dig and i think you know almost almost to the point where i would say given the grittiness that they have and the realness that they have it would be something that uh DC could look at for a lot of their characters. You yeah. Know? It's like, because not everything should be uh, the Dark Knight, you know? It's like, there's a lot of properties that should not be the Dark Knight. Yeah. And like, you can do these superhero shows without, um, and have them be dark, but not have them be like, well, actually, even have them be Dark Knight of the Soul dark. Like, Jessica Jones is Dark Knight of the Soul dark. Yeah. Um, but it's always um, a little hopeful, at least. And it, it like, all the darkness serves the character. Uh, whereas the darkness, I think, I think it's a lot of... Um, uh, Zack Snyder. It's, it's a lot that has to do with Zack Snyder, and I'm no fan of Zack Snyder um, because I think that he is dark to be dark and not dark to serve anything or to create anything. Like his darkness is, it doesn't serve a function. It's just there to be cool, right? Um and and that's why I'm like they're making uh, from what I've heard they're making a uh, Watchmen series, I believe for uh, like HBO or something like that, and I'm excited to see that because I thought his Watchmen movie sucked from compared to what the 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 you know graphic novel is uh, you know uh, widely seen as one of the most influential um, graphic novels in the world, even though Alan Moore's a douchebag. Uh, world-class douchebag, everybody. Um, you know, it's it's still like the story that was told is pretty uh, pretty amazing uh, and and uh, has has the probably the best twist ending uh, ever. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with these characters. I'm excited. I'm hoping that something will happen and to keep the, keep these, uh, street level heroes, uh, you know, they're not the A characters. They're, I would argue that some of them are B level characters, um, but a lot of people are saying they're D-level characters, which I don't really, I don't think they're really D-level characters. No, uh, and especially at this point, like what we've we've gotten, I mean, it's, yeah, maybe you, 
maybe you didn't know of Jessica Jones before, or maybe you didn't know of, uh, you know, char- the characters, or you saw them in passing, or you only knew them by a different name, like Power Man or something like that. But right. it's like, but like now that you've seen them, now they're marquee. You know, right. they're, they're a marquee name that you like enjoy. I mean, well, every one of them's been a an Avenger at some point. So, yeah, there's that too. You know. So there, there you have it. Uh, uh, speaking of Disney and Marvel stuff, I do want to say uh, I got a clip that you can see of like the Marvel Rising cartoon that's got like Squirrel Girl and uh, Ms. Marvel as yeah. the two main characters and stuff. And they've got one full episode like that you can watch online and then the new season and stuff. It's it's actually I, I I dig it I dig it stylistically and the people they've got on the voices and stuff like that so yeah it's a little more childish but it's aimed at that it's on Disney XD so right. uh, but yeah I saw I saw that stuff that you, you know, you should definitely uh, check it out uh, it was it was a lot of fun in in some ways so you know sometimes you just want to have fun from comics yeah so, and, and it definitely is and they've got some some good voices doing doing the work there and getting you to know some new characters so that's just me and since we're on our marvel spin-off tv disney thing yeah uh, all right anything else you want to say about iron fist and luke cage before we go uh no um i'll miss them yes me too i i really hope that something something comes out of it especially with like you said how those last two ended maybe they just need to turn it into two shows uh instead where they have uh daughters of the dragon and heroes for hire and just yeah. just turns into those two new shows uh i doubt it heavily but <laughs> <laughs> i know there's some people who talk you know in that that hopeful internet talk that you know is like oh you sad sad <laughs> Hopeful sad, optimist. Man. You sad, sad optimist. <laughs> uh, All right. And uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, this one was, you know, not a big deal, really, but it's been mo- moved back seven months for its release date. Um, uh, not really a big deal, but like that means that we're not. We're not going to have our two female-led superheroes in 2019. We're only going to have one. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's that's the thing I was thinking about it. And, of course, everybody who's been listening to this at all knows how much I love Wonder Woman. So having to wait longer is just painful, painful in my mind. So, um, But uh, did you hear anything? I didn't read anything necessarily to as to the reasonings or anything like that. Anything uh, bad or worrisome? No, actually, the reasoning is good. Uh, so the six, uh, I guess it's six million dollar man or whatever they, whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, has not, uh, has been taken off the Warner Brothers schedule. Um, and, and uh, good. That's all I've well, <laughs> Um, yeah, it, that's something I don't think we need to have a remake of. Right. Um, uh, and it was starring Mark Wahlberg. Oh, but but yeah. Um, uh, so they had that spot open. Um, so they decided to put uh, Wonder Woman there because it did so well in that 
similar spot when it when the first one came out. Okay. Okay. So that's that's what they got going on. Okay. Yeah, and it gives them a little time to work on some stuff. I don't think they're going to do too much to the movie. Right. Because uh, I think that that from what I'm getting, a lot of or what I'm seeing, a lot of the um, DC movies have have kind of found new vision and are are you know getting out of that Zack Snyder look and uh wonder woman the first wonder woman was was the first step of that and then i think that this one has clearly uh established itself as its own independent thing yeah exactly which is which is probably good in general pattern for dc to do moving forward with their movies you know, just uh, create these independent things, and if if things make sense to bring together, do it. But otherwise, right? Like they can all have different visual styles and be one in the same universe. You know, like absolutely the don't all look the same. The Avengers movies look different than the you know Iron Man movies look different than the Thor movies yeah to to the point where like in the the latest in Infinity War like as they moved from different characters to different characters and and went to those different themes you you just saw a shot and you're like I know where we are yeah Um, which is great yeah that's that's what, what you want Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, no, no big bad news. Just that uh, we're gonna have to wait another seven months to see Wonder Woman. Da. Yeah, just we have to, uh, we have to survive uh, life. Yeah. For that much longer. Uh, well, like Gloria Gaynor said, I will survive as long as I know how to love. Um. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so uh, I did wanted to let you know, and I remembered it because we were talking about these, uh, but I, I got the trial, and in fact, I'm going to have just at least the first month of the DC Universe so that I can watch uh, Titans and kind of see how it's going. Um, and I've seen two episodes so far. They're doing it on a episodic basis, not on a dump. So... Um, did you see it at all or hear anything about it? I mean, I've heard about it. Uh, I, I have seen the previews, but yeah, no, I'm a hard pass on that show. Yeah. I have to say it's, it's, it's a good show. It's just, uh, it, it's, it's kind of like you, you almost like I had to drop all my expectations uh, at the door ahead, like a lot going into it, bad expectations of how bad it was going to be or expectations about like how I needed my characters to be. But um, I kind of like the direction they're doing uh, cinematography wise. I think there's uh, some good work to be done, like that they could be better. But <laughs> So I'll say that there's, there's some cool stuff they're doing thematically, especially with Raven and, uh, and her character, but like in general there it's, it's visually a little too dark. Uh, you know, I, I have like 
<laughs> my screen brightness way up so that I can watch the show, which I hate. You have to do a gamma adjust. To yeah, just to watch the show. Uh, but story-wise, it's it's been decent and good, and I've been engaged. So uh, I, I I gotta say, it's it's not what I expected in many many ways. Uh, in that I do enjoy it. It's not great, great, like, oh my God, everybody's got to watch this, but like, it is a good, solid show. Um, and the stories are good so far in the first couple episodes. I'm engaged, at least I can say. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I think it's, it's, it's worth it for me to at least uh, s- go in for a month of DC Universe, see how it goes, watch watch it and uh, I will report back so far the first two episodes have been have been decent uh, and good and uh, just kept me wanting to know more about the characters and they're really slow slowly giving you the characters like the first episode they gave you a bit of the four main characters but like the second episode they really only focus on uh, Robin and Raven Uh, and then uh, it was called Hawk and Dove so they had that too um but it was it was uh yeah it was focused on them as characters so um, i have a question yes does it have the line from from uh robin fuck batman yes they do have that and it's it seems that line seems a little uh i mean it, it seems a little more rightly placed in the show than it did in the trailer um, like the trailer, they kind of made it seem like something else, but it still seems sort of like unnecessary. Uh-huh. Um, but they are trying to set this thing up like a story of like he's really there's some 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 set of bad blood or whatever with him and Batman that they're kind of like people are like we're poking him at in the first episode, but second episode they didn't really touch on that much at all. Though, well, no, they actually did. They actually are touching on it a bit every episode now that I think about it. Uh, it's just my memory uh, of what was happening in the second season was, or the second episode was uh, some other stuff. But so, yeah, that the, there's, there is sort of this underlying plot of like what his current relationship is with Batman. Uh, I mean, he, he basically uh, calls uh, up Alfred at some point and gets borrows uh, a bunch of money for for something um and you don't see alfred of course because why would you um, right uh but uh but yeah that's you know part Consider of the right alfred <laughs> yeah uh and and they you know they did they did some nice stuff for a little bit of like the internet fan service of like they had a thing where they had his phone and all the names of people that were in his phone. So right. that, that was kind of fun. The first thing my, my son said, he looked at me and he goes, that has, that has got to have a bunch of, uh, <laughs> a bunch of like just things Easter for people egg. to find. Yeah. Easter eggs. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. It's, it's getting so near to Halloween. I was, you know, I couldn't remember Easter. So <laughs> it's okay. It's the Halloween candy to, into existence. Treats. It's got a lot of pumpkin treats. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so yeah uh i gotta say it's it's a solid it's you gotta give up any expectations on the show though like you really have to s- sit into it and go 
what is it that they're trying to do? And I think, uh, I think in general lately, I, it's that's something I've kind of gotten annoyed with uh, people around, especially things that are blockbuster uh, comic book stuff, is the way people have certain expectations while at the same time complaining that nobody does anything new. And it's like you you almost can't have it both ways, folks. You gotta you gotta either want something new. Or you, right. or you gotta have your expectation and and just be okay with yourself, you know. Know that that's you and not. <laughs> so it's like they are trying to do something new in some ways uh, with the characters and take. And I think so. You got to give up any expectations of what you think it's going to be. So uh, and then you can enjoy it. So uh, nice. yeah. So that's that. All right. Um, Next up, I wanted to talk about this, even though I talked about Doctor Who last time and how uh, much I, I I love Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. She is continuing to kill it in the second and third episodes, but this last episode they did, I want to talk about it really quickly because it, it was an episode titled Rosa. It was all about Rosa Parks, and they didn't shy away from going to... Uh, going back to that time period and having uh, a black companion and a Pakistani companion and dealing with the hatred, like uh, they didn't quite say the full on N word, but they did say like Negro and, and with the, the vitriol that's, I mean, where it's like, it shocked me to hear it at first, but I was like, yeah, it, it kind of made me uncomfortable, but that was the point. They like, we're like, you're going to deal with this uncomfortableness of, of what they're dealing with. And <laughs> I heard a lot of people saying on like, it's like, Oh, well, the Daleks are no longer the worst monster in, <laughs> in the Dr. Who universe. It's, it's the racist South. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, they, they didn't, they did. I mean, they held back sure from, real reality but they didn't hold back in the way that tv usually holds back yeah um, so it was you you felt enough that you were like oh my god i'm i'm worried for these characters on a real basis like i really am worried they're going to get lynched you know it's like yeah um, i mean they they had some and thinking about it from uh an actor role you know i know that for myself uh you know in improv scenes when i've had to be a bad guy there's always been a line for me and and that's i've wanted to cross you know even though i've right. been a bad you know like there's a comedic bad guy that i can do fine but getting to that realistic just kind of monster of a human being and the 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 characters they had playing oh they nailed it to where you were just like, oh my god, these I felt the hate, you know, yeah. I felt it, and uh, they, I just got to say that was a powerful episode, and at the end of that, you know, they did some stuff that was almost non-who, you know, it was like more like it was more like who's around the thing rather than who's the reason why it happens. I mean, it, there was some of that, but there was a lot of hands offedness of it too like it was um like like almost like we have to let this happen and we can't be these great people that we are we've got to let 
this happen around us or else things are going to fall apart. So it was just kind of uh, interesting. So you had to deal with it too. And, and watching their reactions to having to see how terrible it was. It was, it was powerful, powerful stuff. So, um, I mean, this season of Dr. Who is wow. Uh, I have to say this is, I'm, I'm shocked at how good it is. I mean, I keep waiting for it to like have, have a, have a bad episode because they're trying to find themselves, but no, they're, they're not finding themselves. They found it, you know, it's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, um, if you're not watching it, um, watch it. If you've never watched Dr. Who go ahead, start it this season and it'll inspire you probably to want to watch more who from the past. So, you know, you can do that with a new doctor, just start at the beginning of a new doctor and you're good. So um, she's, she's amazing. So yeah. That's great. So let's uh, move into the thing we've been talking about for weeks, uh, really waiting for, which is Daredevil season three. Season three. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, season three. So you said you've watched up till uh, episode five. Yeah, right? I've, watched, I've watched through episode five. I'm just about to start episode six. All right. Now, I've watched the entire season, so I have some things. So, But I want to hear first from you what what you're thinking so far what 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 you're thinking about the episodes um, I'm really enjoying them um, I'm uh, I'm a little uh, confused mm-hmm. uh, as to what happened to the nun and like the whole church like that was pretty prominent in the beginning in the first two three episodes and don't then it, don't don't worry <laughs> okay it comes back oh yeah because it has just disappeared from episodes four and five yeah oh it, it it's it's a huge part of the season yeah okay it's a, it's a huge part of the season it's just they need they just stepped away um the the thing that i think about season three that's really interesting is it's like a suspense thriller the whole season is like a suspense thriller, very psychological in many ways. Um, and I think that's great for uh, Kingpin attitude, like always being one step ahead in the way that they have them. It's wow. Um, yeah. It's like I, my brain was on fire. Like uh, whenever I would stop, I was trying to be a good boy and not watch too many episodes. So I watched two episodes and I was like, ah, that's fine. But my brain was busy running it through my head uh, and like, what's the next thing? So they're very, uh, very good in that suspense thriller-esque sort of way where you're trying to keep up with it and and run around your mind and try myself to be one step ahead. Like, well, why don't they do this? Why don't they do, you know, like trying to figure that out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm loving it so far. Uh, and I just, I can't wait to finish this so that I can go watch more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, definitely, definitely. And uh, it's interesting. It's very uh, measured pace too. Cause like getting to uh, bullseye um, as the character of who he is and uh, how he gets involved and what happens. It's, super measured pace you you know what's happening you know it's going to happen but right. it, 
they take their time and it's well time well spent uh nice for sure because it's it's it really gives you a sense of um almost fear of the character in a way like like giving him so much of a backstory you 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 really are because it's more of a psychological story than just a superhero story uh you really f- are worried for everybody you know right fight the intelligence of well this is <laughs> the daredevil show i mean we know that he had a building fall on him and he's still alive so he's going to make it through this season too right, right. Um, bar, barring cancellations from disney uh but uh but yeah he you know he's he's gonna make it but you still are like oh man how are they going to do this what are they going to do to make this uh and just seeing how deep the whole the whole well goes some of it is is obvious like there's probably some stuff you're starting to go i bet you know this this person's bad or this person's good or right some of that's obvious but some of it is um well i i think it's probably more obvious to you knowing our past history of these tv shows or these episodes you're you're usually spot on but that doesn't take away from like it it is the whole thing of the spoilersness of it. It doesn't matter if you know the the journey to get there is so good. It yeah, is. I I can't wait to see the the ride that they take uh, Nadim on and things like that. I mean, Nadim is like, oh my god! Like Nadim is such a great character. I mean, this is. I mean, th- as much as the show is called Daredevil, is like they have like the Nadim story that is so good, and they have the Foggy story, uh, you know, and the Karen story, and they're all interwoven, sure, but they 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 really make it about more than just Daredevil. Uh, yeah, in a way that Daredevil is just the glue that brings all their stories together, but they are so good, and Nadim's story. Oh, it is! It is a heart wrenching story through it. You just, you're like this guy. Come on, you know. Right. Like, it's like you you just see him getting beat down, um, and so it's it's. But it's at the same time with just enough hope, um, all all along, you know. So it's it's really uh so intense and psychological and just a suspense thriller of a of a ride um through all of that so good stuff uh really really digging it um i i i'm I'm sitting here going i want to keep talking about it but at the same time i want you to go and go watch some more episodes especially since you're right before episode six and they did a really good thing where episode six seems to be a great like uh halfway through the season kind of mid-season finale kind of thing that now daryl yeah the name of the show is spoilers right go for it uh well you know here's the thing i actually don't remember the details i remember the feeling oh okay yeah so um i'm not sure if it's the details of um god i'm trying to remember the the starts of the story of like uh that the 
the nun turns out to be uh, his uh, mom. His mom, and, yeah. or or if it's Nadim, I'm not sure if it's finding out uh, who, how deep the the lies and corruption go with Nadim. Those are some good stories. I just remember the end of season uh, episode six, just being like. Wow, if this this it was it's a big ending to that episode, and it's a good place to stop and take a breather <laughs> for cool. sure, and take it all in. But yeah, yeah, hopefully I'll get through that one tonight. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's uh, Daredevil season three. Um, I should have come more prepared. Uh, I know that like I had a busy day, uh, and so I started writing notes. I think I came home late from work, had dinner, and started writing my notes when I should have written them uh, earlier. <laughs> or maybe just like throughout the week, write up notes until um, we have the show and then put them together. But I'll learn. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, podcasting is hard when it's not your full-time job. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, this hobby stuff is difficult to do well. Uh, but I am trying, which is why I would like to say, hey, you know what you can do? Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Daryl Ducharme, D-A-R-Y-L-D-U-C-H-A-R-M-E. Oh, I hear my haircut. Bye, yeah. I my haircut. Yeah, I'm looking kind of shaggy. Uh, yeah, you are. So I uh, need a new haircut. And uh, so do that if you can't support financially. Support us by following us on Twitter at SpoilersWD. Uh, website spoilers the spoilers wd.com and uh, you can just uh, contact us through our contact form or just email us fan mail at the spoilers wd.com rate review and subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, google play music stitcher radio or wherever you listen and also hey i just uh started a thing with uh t public where I just look through T Public stuff and find uh, interesting shirts based on the movies and TV shows that we talk about, and starting to create sort of a, a catalog of interesting shirts that I, I see. So uh, check it out. I'll have I have links on our Twitter, Facebook, and I'll have a, a page on our website so that you can just check that out and get some get some good gear for uh, wearing around. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that is all I have to say. Wayne, you keep rocking and being the fabulous Wayne that you are. Daryl, keep being the best podfather around. Yeah, the podfather. Woohoo! All right, see you later. See you later. Spoilers! Spoilers! Spooky spoilers!